90.3 KEXP online all over the world at kexp.org. My name is Charlize. I am your host of Audio Oasis, and it's now time for live music by Nail Polish on KEXP.
You're listening to live music by Nail Polish here on Audio Oasis on KEXP. You just heard Chromophobia, which is an unreleased song, and two from their last album that just came out in October on Help Yourself. It's called Authentic Living. You heard visual presence and selected comments. Thank you guys for coming here today. Thank Hi. You. Thank you for having us. Yeah, just I'm excited because Authentic Living was one of my favorite albums of last year. And uh, it's nice to be able to see it live here with all these lights. It's amazing. My first time with lights. the lights. <laughs> yeah. How, how are they making you feel? Do you, do you feel weird? Have you seen <laughs> 2001? It's kind of like that. Yeah. I think it, it accents uh, what you guys are doing here today. <laughs> uh, so um, I got some exciting news that you all are working on a new album already. Correct. Yeah. And I noticed, or well, I read that you're going to go back to Ian Chris, which is is cool because he worked on the last two albums. Right. What keeps you going back for more Ian? He's the best. He's the best. Yeah. He gets it. Um, And he's just a good friend. Yeah. It's it's a really uh, relaxed uh, recording atmosphere. Yeah. He's really chill and it's nice to record with somebody who you know fully understands the drive behind the music that yeah. you're making. Yeah, Ian has worked on some of my favorite albums. Uh, also did Clayface last year too, which was a really big album for me, and Casual Hex. Casual, oh, Casual Hex, Hex yeah. And himself, all of the stuff that he does himself as well. Um, so between Authentic Living and Abrupt, which was your debut album, what were some of the different things that you all did between those two albums? Because one of the things I noticed is that Chop House Row got re-recorded. Yeah, we recorded two songs. We recorded Chop House Row and Commuter from Abrupt, and we recorded them for Authentic. Mm-hmm. Just to get like a cleaner uh, recording of them. But th- those were, they were also the only two songs that I think carried over to the new batch really well. I feel like with Abrupt, we were just kind of throwing stuff around and whatever stuck, we ended up calling a song. And then in Authentic Living, we were actually writing songs. You know? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Would you say, is that wrong? I think we grew a lot as a band. Um, <laughs> this is the first band that I've ever played drums in. Um, and I just, uh, yeah, I think a lot changed um, over time between the first album and the second album, uh, Chop House Row and Commuter, the two songs that are, were re-recorded for Authentic Living, uh, you'll notice are a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's funny that Aiden said we wanted a cleaner recording because I think ultimately the, the recording for Authentic Living is, is dirtier, if you will. It's more, yeah. di- more distorted, a little more blown out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I better. Think we, yeah, I think we just had a better idea of what our band sounded like and what we wanted to sound like, how we wanted to present ourselves with the second album. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I feel like with that, we got to mess around with the dynamics a little bit more and kind of seeing how, like, two of us would play off each other and how somebody else would kind of fit into that and we could experiment a little bit more yeah. with, like, what sort of results that brings about. So, Does Ian help with that? Uh, Ian's, I mean, well, Ian's super, like, hands-off and very, like, open to, like, what you're presenting to him. So mm-hmm. he's very good at kind of, like, recognizing the, like... Um, I don't, he, yeah. He knows, what, he knows what we're going for. If we're like, we want the drums to sound like this, he knows 
exactly what song, what band, what sound we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, he, he, like Gems was saying, like he's been with us since the beginning, so he kind of understands the uh, primordial ooze from which we are rising out. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it. I might have to take that one for something in my personal life. Um, so will you guys stay with Help Yourself, which is one of the best labels in, well, are they even Seattle anymore? They're Seattle and New York. Right. No, yeah. 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 As long as still still have as us. Still have yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> the, the label has been very good to us. Yeah. Yeah. The label. Yeah, it's a really good label. Puts out some of the best, most yeah. exciting things in Seattle, I think. Very true. Yeah. Um, so another thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, I know you guys practice at Crybaby Studios, and um, I had Lee on from Crybaby Studios just to talk about Capitol Hill and the development and what she thought of the neighborhood and just, you know, her opinion on, on things. And I wanted to talk to you guys about that too, just kind of about like, I don't know, what, what are the things that go on? What, like, what are the, what thoughts come up in your head when you guys are walking around Capitol Hill? Cause your album lyrically has a theme of the neighborhood. And I know that you guys care about the neighborhood as much as I do. Cause I, I live there and I look around and sometimes I'm like, Whoa, I didn't even know that was there. It's like night and day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's really important to me is preserving the culture, which is like music and art. And I think that that is happening. I think there's people out there that are doing that, but I wanted your opinion on Capitol Hill and the development of the neighborhood. Hmm. That's a, that's a big one. I think authentic living does talk about that a lot. Um, I lived on the Hill for five and a half years Jem still is on the hill. Sloan was living on the hill for a while. I know you live close by. And I think it does kind of like walking around, you're like, uh, I mean, even just recently, like a couple weeks ago, I, I was lost like two blocks away from where I lived for almost five years because I didn't recognize anything that was around me, which is like kind of contrived talking about so-and-so has changed. But there is like a, the artistic community used to be so, uh, welcoming and out in the open and like you couldn't throw a rock without hitting somebody who was publishing a zine or working on like a project whereas now I think on the hill you really have to look for it and you have to look for it really hard and people are a little bit more cagey because they're you know they want to protect what little they have on there but maybe that doesn't mean anything I don't know it speaks to I mean yeah just more fractured and not the that you uh it's still very much like alive and 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 kicking, but the uh, where you find it is, you know, uh, changing monthly. I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also like I don't know. That's also like a really excellent opportunity to like um, be exploring new spaces and like in improving the reach for like folks that are in Capitol Hill and if there are less, if there are less, um, you know, like communal spaces like being able to expand that out further south or expand that out to wherever folks are able to find like new environments to um, you know reconnect to the community so yeah, yeah. I think uh, the one thing that I want to say that I that feels the most important for me is for all of the people that are coming into this neighborhood 
whether it be people that are moving into the new condos, if they're tech workers or not, it doesn't matter. People that come to the Hill on the weekend as um, kind of a party getaway, as a bar hopping experience, I, I think it's just important that they know that there is already a thriving community that lives and works there and spends every day of the week there and that they really respect those communities and especially just the queer community that exists on the Hill. Don't go to the bars um, that are not meant for your community and, and treat them like a zoo. Um, don't, you know, come to this area and um, be violent towards the people that live there. It's just... I don't understand how uh, people move into these areas and um, think that they have uh, carte blanche to, to just do whatever they will without respecting Definitely. what's already there. Yeah, don't, don't go to these spaces with the expectation of it not being already there. Right. You know, like, I don't know, Saturdays... Fridays and Saturdays, it is a, a complete different place. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's almost scary. Yeah. I, I don't know who these people are. They're not there yeah. during the week. And sometimes it doesn't feel like a safe place. Yeah. So I completely understand what you're saying. And I do think that that respect it's going to take a lot of effort in order to let people know that because yeah. there is a huge mix of different people that are going to party on the hill mm -hmm. and have all these different places. But yeah, in, there is a definite, like, we need to respect that there already is life and culture mm -hmm. on the hill and we need to make sure that they are safe. Which, and, and that is to say that it's not that the influx of new people aren't necessarily welcome. It's just make sure that when you come into this area that you're also spending your money at the, lo the small local business yeah. who's been there forever and not just the brand new really expensive restaurant that opened on the corner. Yeah. Um, or the, the bar that's only open on Fridays and Saturdays because they make so much money on those nights that they don't have to be open any other day of the week. Yeah. So it's, it's great, but just keep in mind that there's, an, there's a whole world out there beyond those places. Right. There are a lot of special places on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah. With that, more nail polish live on KEXP.
You're listening to Nail Polish live on KEXP. You guys make these lights go crazy. I'm like, I feel like a, a two-year-old because I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, you guys sound really good. It's so cool. Uh, February 16th, you're playing at the Vera Project. Yes. Cool show. Priest and Steph Tura. Yeah, really excited for that one. Yeah, and March 18th at the Timber Room. With Casual Hex and Lithics. That's going to be a ripper. That's going to be so good. <laughs> so, 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 so good. And then you guys have a West Coast tour coming up. Short, uh, short West Coast tour. Yeah. Uh, our first show is on the 9th in Portland. Cool. Um, so the, the 18th is our, our tour homecoming show. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, yep. just, we're just going down to the Bay. And we're going to play a, a few shows there. What are you looking forward to most? Uh, Marble Eye and Notes <laughs> on December, March 10th. Yeah. 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 Wait, March 10th? Just that's a date? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we're, uh, we're playing in Oakland with Marble Eye and Nopes. And um, they're both really great bands. I'm also really looking forward to Naked Lights, which Ooh. we're also uh, playing with in Oakland a few days after that. Are also you... the Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There isn't Hopefully. any here. Are you all originally from Seattle? I'm from I'm from uh, Maryland. I actually grew up in uh, Southern California and Arizona, but I've lived most of my life in Washington, so I feel I'm like at like 50% at this point, so I feel like I've been here the longest. Mm -hmm. It's very much home. Yeah, cool. Well, have an awesome tour. Thank you so much for playing wonderful music here on Audio Oasis. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks. You've been listening to live music by Nail Polish here on Audio Oasis 90.3 KEXP Seattle.